Hello world, this is Angelica Pasquini. You are listening to Go On with Angelica Pasquini, an iconic and legendary show for icons and legends. It's a Wednesday, around one o'clock, big garbage truck outside, two guys hanging off of it, big, big neon puffy coats, short coats, but they're puffy and warm. You know, because they're hanging off the side of the truck. They have to be super warm. And they have those, like, gas station sunglasses. My dad used to wear those sunglasses. They look like, <laughs> you look like you're a pro wrestler on the off-season. That's, that's, those are the ones my dad wears. They're good, though, for the wind protection. So my next-door neighbor's throwing out a whole bed set. Dark, dark wood. Big, heavy, clunky bed set with the dressers, the whole thing. And I was thinking, like, you know what? I love to see that. I love, I love to see when someone very definitively is throwing out something that they clearly identified with for a long time. Like, you ever walk down the street and you see, like, a bunch of Kabbalah books? <laughs> a, bunch of t- a bunch of tantric sex books? And you, and you just imagine that moment when someone places them on the ground. I'm done, okay? I don't care. I'm done. You know what? I like missionary. (laughs) I'm not standing on my head. I don't need to be coming in in a pretzel for 45 hours. Exercise equipment, good to see. Just someone accepting that they're not using it. It, It's better for you than even using the item, if you ask me. Because what you're really getting is this like deep, true, authentic sense of who the fuck you are. You know what I mean? Like I'm somebody who does not use this. And I accept that. Fuck this juicer. 17 parts. I'll just eat an apple. I'll move on, you know? I like to see when someone is like, you drop past their house, they're getting rid of all their shabby, chic stuff. Moving on. Moving on to being modern. Or, or maybe somebody who's modern, they have all these uncomfortable couches, nothing's comfortable, throwing all that out. Bye. I'm getting a big, soft, comfortable, warm couch what I'm getting. Sometimes you see books like how to get over a narcissist on the curb, you know, how to get over a narcissist, six, six ways to spot a narcissist, life after narcissism. Person just, you know what, they either, they moved on, they're done with that person, or you know what, maybe it was them. And they're done with that part of themselves. You ever see someone finish a book on the subway? It's a very intimate experience. I treasure and I really miss. I like to see someone get to that last page and finish it. And then there's a couple of things that happen at that point. If they, if anyone sees that I see, then it's very um, personal and awkward for them. So I do look away because this is their moment of reflection. Okay, they did all this work, and it's none of my business, really. But I'm looking. So that either happens where they feel a little shy. Second thing that can happen is they are in such a reflective state that they don't even remember where they are. And they're like staring at a dot on the subway ground just thinking about that book, you know? There's so many things that happen to you in that moment when you're dumb because you're either like, this is just the real truth about it, at least for me. You're either like, 
wow, my God, kill me. <laughs> like in the best way, you know, kill me, resurrect me, kill me again. All I ever want to do is read. You know, you, you have this um, innocent, condescending attitude for the rest of the day that's like, oh, these people don't know. They didn't read the book. They just don't know how to interpret life. I just can't help them, but maybe they'll find the book. Maybe it's not up to me. If the book taught me anything, it's just that, you know, life goes how it is or something like that, you know? Or sometimes when you're done with a book, you're like, are you fucking kidding me? And then and you're mad about the end. And, and because of that, you kind of feel a little like, I could, I could write a book. Go to Strand. There's so many books. I could, I could write a book. I could write a book. Go around all day. I could write a book. Never do it. Another big thing going on when you're reading. Or at least when I, I'll speak for myself, okay? When I'm reading, I'm like, I can't forget that I'm reading a book. It's difficult. That, that's the real true test of a good book is if you're able to actually stop seeing yourself from an eagle eye view while reading, going, oh my God, I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading. Like, it's impossible to forget that you're reading a book. I heard a funny joke by, um, what's that guy's name? From, from uh, Portlandia, Fred Armisen. He says that with jazz. He's like, I like jazz, but... I just, the whole time I'm thinking about that, I'm listening to jazz, which I get. And that's how I am with reading. But anyway, so my point is, when you see someone finish a book, it's so intimate, and it reminds me of the moment of throwing out the garbage, that that very moment of being done. I think, uh, lately I've been thinking about how I want to feel that feeling of accomplishment, just to finish a task, having any kind of job, like, you know, we have to work in life. If you have a job where you can feel a sense of accomplishment every day, I think that that seems like a healthy cycle to get into, you know? So I found this apartment listing and I just needed to share it with you guys because I think it's really one of the most amazing things I ever came across. Pee Wee's Playhouse Vibe, all utilities included. Hi, my apartment is super cute but not fancy in any way. No elevator, two flights up, no washer, no dryer, and... (laughs) And the halls could definitely be cleaner. It's old school. Anyone who has ever stayed found it to be a little oasis. It's quiet because the building is mostly empty. I have a weird neighbor, but if you just say hi and keep moving, he's not a problem. He has never been to anyone who has stayed there, and I've traveled a lot. He's a maniac, so he'll talk too much if you let him. Okay, then this part has some details, some numbers, blah, blah, blah. Okay, there's only a stovetop. The oven doesn't work, so no baking. Sorry. I'm a raw vegan, so it doesn't bother me. There's a desk, comfy little seat, and a bed. I'm an artist, so there's materials around. Kettle, couple of pans, clean towels, and sheets. It's ideal for one person. 
Lower East Side popular neighborhood close to transportation. I used to say bars and restaurants, but you know. Hope all the readers of this ad are hanging in there during these challenging times. Thanks. So I reached out to this person, even though the apartment's not the right fit for me. I want them on the show, so maybe that will work out. Fingers crossed. I, I really love the style of this person. This is the energy I want to talk to. Tonight's final segment is about Instagram therapy memes. It's just a thought. Because I, I like them. I like these memes that have all this information that maybe you wouldn't have access to. I think they're good for the people. I think when Instagram therapy memes hit and you go, oh, that's me. That's information I needed. They can be great, you know? Do you ever look at one and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you ever look at one of these memes and you're like, I guess? Because if it has a white background and it has that, like, black Helvetica family font, it's just a fact, you know? And everyone will like it, you know, like including me. But sometimes you see one and it's kind of just like, Recklessly abandon, easy to delegate responsibilities, and never look back. Anonymous. And you're kind of looking at your phone like, I mean, yeah, but also, who wrote this? Who, who's saying this? It's a lot of unsolicited advice in your explore page. You know, you follow one trauma therapist, you, you, you get them all. So what I'm trying to say is behind every self-care meme, there's just a person with an agenda. And sometimes the agenda's good, but just know, sometimes it's it's really, you know what it is? It's random. <laughs> it's really random and unfounded and sort of just like um, walking down the street and hearing someone have a conversation where you pick up one little phrase. So that's my cautionary note, I guess. You know, I don't really want to be giving cautionary tales, to be honest with you. It's just not really part of my personal agenda. But um, sometimes you can't really control the fact that you have a little bit of TED Talk energy. I've been running from it for my whole life. I, I, don't, I don't want to have TED Talk energy. But I know, I know, I know who I am. I know somewhere deep inside me, maybe a little less well-hidden than I'd like to ever admit. There's like, you know, girl with a headset type type energy, you know, like really talking to a big room with a PowerPoint. And I don't want, I don't want that to be true, but it is in a way. All right. Thanks for listening. I love you. Share, like, subscribe, all that. And I'll see you next time. Ciao.